Welcome to Uranites for Chemistry. Chemistry is the science of molecules and their transformations. It is the science not so much of the 100 elements but of the infinite variety of molecules that may be built from them. Uranites for Chemistry starts at basic level, helping you to prepare for college, pre-med, NEET or pre-engineering. The first thing that you have to break down your syllabus into topics related to physical, inorganic and organic, and focus on them individually. The initial part deals with the structure of atoms and molecules, energetics and reactions. This is basic level 1. This level has 8 parts, and amongst other things it has. Structure of atom, classification of elements and periodicity and properties, chemical bonding and molecular structure, states of matter, thermodynamics, equilibrium, redox and hydrogen. The second, basic level 2, deals with inorganic and organic chemistry. In chemistry think in terms of structure, spontaneity, direction of equilibrium, etc. Finally the periodic table is the thread that will weave it together. Currently, you are into the midst of classification of elements and periodicity and properties and it also has seven constituent subparts. They are, introduction, nomenclature of elements with atomic numbers, the deep block elements, nonmetals and metalloids, periodic trends and properties of elements, periodic trends in chemical properties, and periodic trends in chemical reactivity. To understand classification of elements and periodicity and properties, listen to all the subparts too. If you are an auditory leaner, listen to the end and your brain will assimilate the way are meant to understand things. Classification of elements and periodicity and properties The periodic table is arguably the most important concept in chemistry, both in principle and in practice. It is the everyday support for students, it suggests new avenues of research to professionals, and it provides a succinct organization of the whole of chemistry. It is a remarkable demonstration of the fact that the chemical elements are not a random cluster of entities but instead display trends and lie together in families. An awareness of the periodic table is essential to anyone who wishes to disentangle the world and see how it is built up from the fundamental building blocks of the chemistry, the chemical elements. Glenn T. Seaborg In this unit, we will study the historical development of the periodic table as it stands today in the modern periodic law. We will also learn how the periodic classification follows as a logical consequence of the electronic configuration of atoms. Finally, we shall examine some of the periodic trends in the physical and chemical properties of the elements. 3.1. Why do we need to classify elements? We know by now that the elements are the basic units of all types of matter. In 1800, only 31 elements were known. By 1865, the number of identified elements had more than doubled to 63. At present 114 elements are known. Of them, the recently discovered elements are man-made. Efforts to synthesize new elements are continuing. With such a large number of elements it is very difficult to study individually the chemistry of all these elements and their innumerable compounds individually. To ease out this problem, scientists searched for a systematic way to organize their knowledge by classifying the elements. Not only that it would rationalize known chemical facts about elements, but even predict new ones for undertaking further study. 3.2. Genesis of Periodic Classification Classification of elements into groups and development of periodic law and periodic table are the consequences of systematizing the knowledge gained by a number of scientists through their observations and experiments. 
The German chemist, Johann Dobreiner in early 1800s was the first to consider the idea of trends among properties of elements. By 1829 he noted a similarity among the physical and chemical properties of several groups of three elements, triads. Please do not forget to like, subscribe, bell, comment and message. We eagerly wait for them. We will promptly action, address read and reply the comments that you will leave behind, and from whichever platform you are replying from. It will not only help improve hone and deliver our skills, we will be able to help you achieve what you are aiming for. In each case, he noticed that the middle element of each of the triads had an atomic weight about halfway between the atomic weights of the other two. Also the properties of the middle element were in between those of the other two members. Since Dobrynaer's relationship, referred to as the law of triads, seemed to work only for a few elements, it was dismissed as coincidence. The next reported attempt to classify elements was made by a French geologist, Aubé de Chancourt 1862. He arranged the then-known elements in order of increasing atomic weights and made a cylindrical table of elements to display the periodic recurrence of properties. This also did not attract much attention. The English chemist, John Alexander Newlands in 1865 propounded the law of octaves. He arranged the elements in increasing order of their atomic weights and noted that every eighth element had properties similar to the first element. The relationship was just like every eighth note that resembles the first in octaves of music. Newlands's law of octaves seemed to be true only for elements up to calcium. Although his idea was not widely accepted at that time, he, for his work, was later awarded Davy Medal in 1887 by the Royal Society, London. The periodic law, as we know it today owes its development to the Russian chemist, Dmitry Mendeleev, 1834-1907, and the German chemist, Lodar Meyer, 1830-1895. Working independently, both the chemists in 1869 proposed that on arranging elements in the increasing order of their atomic weights, Similarities appear in physical and chemical properties at regular intervals. Lodermeyer plotted the physical properties such as atomic volume, melting point and boiling point against atomic weight and obtained a periodically repeated pattern. Unlike Newlands, Lodermeyer observed the change in length of that repeating pattern. By 1868, Lodermeyer had developed a table of the elements that closely resembles the modern periodic table. However, his work was not published until after the work of Dmitry Mendeleev, the scientist who is generally credited with the development of the modern periodic table. While Dobreiner initiated the study of periodic relationship, it was Mendeleev who was responsible for publishing the periodic law for the first time. It states as follows. The properties of the elements are a periodic function of their atomic weights. Mendeleev arranged elements in horizontal rows and vertical columns of a table in order of their increasing atomic weights in such a way that the elements with similar properties occupied the same vertical column or group. Mendeleev's system of classifying elements was more elaborate than that of Lothar Meyer's. He fully recognized the significance of periodicity and used broader range of physical and chemical properties to classify the elements. In particular, Mendeleev relied on the similarities in the empirical formulas and properties of the compounds formed by the elements. He realized that some of the elements did not fit in with his scheme of classification if the order of atomic weight was strictly followed. He ignored the order of atomic weights, thinking that the atomic measurements might be incorrect, and placed the elements with similar properties together. For example, iodine with lower atomic weight than that of tellurium, 
group by, was placed in group 7 along with fluorine. Chlorine, bromine because of similarities in properties, figure 3.1. At the same time, keeping his primary aim of arranging the elements of similar properties in the same group, he proposed that some of the elements were still undiscovered and, therefore, left several gaps in the table. For example, both gallium and germanium were unknown at the time Mendeleev published his periodic table. He left a gap under aluminum and a gap under silicon, and called these elements eka aluminum and eka silicon. Mendeleev predicted not only the existence of gallium and germanium, but also described some of their general physical properties. These elements were discovered later. Some of the properties predicted by Mendeleev for these elements and those found experimentally are listed in Table 3.3. The boldness of Mendeleev's quantitative predictions and their eventual success made him and his periodic table famous. Mendeleev's periodic table published in 1905 is shown in Figure 3.1. 3.3. Modern Periodic Law and the Present Form of the Periodic Table We must bear in mind that when Mendeleev developed his periodic table, chemists knew nothing about the internal structure of atom. However, the beginning of the 20th century witnessed profound developments in theories about subatomic particles. In 1913, the English physicist, Henry Moseley observed regularities in the characteristic X-ray spectra of the elements. A plot of new, were new as frequency of X-rays emitted. Against atomic number, Z, gave a straight line and not the plot of new versus atomic mass. He thereby showed that the atomic number is a more fundamental property of an element than its atomic mass. Mendeleev's periodic law was, therefore, accordingly modified. This is known as the modern periodic law and can be stated as The physical and chemical properties of the elements are periodic functions of their atomic numbers. The periodic law revealed important analogies among the 94 naturally occurring elements. Neptunium and plutonium like actinium and protoactinium are also found in pitch blend, and ore of uranium. It stimulated renewed interest in inorganic chemistry and has carried into the present with the creation of artificially produced short-lived elements. You may recall that the atomic number is equal to the nuclear charge, i.e., number of protons, or the number of electrons in a neutral atom. It is then easy to visualize the significance of quantum numbers and electronic configurations and periodicity of elements. In fact, it is now recognized that the periodic law is essentially the consequence of the periodic variation in electronic configurations, which indeed determine the physical and chemical properties of elements and their compounds. Numerous forms of periodic table have been devised from time to time. Some forms emphasize chemical reactions and valence, whereas others stress the electronic configuration of elements. A modern version, the so-called long form of the periodic table of the elements, figure 3.2, is the most convenient and widely used. The horizontal rows, which Mendeleev called series, are called periods and the vertical columns, groups. Elements having similar outer electronic configurations in their atoms are arranged in vertical columns, referred to as groups or families. According to the recommendation of International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry, IAPAC, the groups are numbered from 1 to 18 replacing the older notation of groups 1a, 7a, 8, IB. 7b and 0. There are altogether seven periods. The period number corresponds to the highest principal quantum number, n, of the elements in the period. The first period contains two elements. The subsequent periods consists of 8, 8, 18, 18 and 32 elements, respectively. 
The seventh period is incomplete and like the sixth period would have a theoretical maximum, on the basis of quantum numbers, of 32 elements. In this form of the periodic table, 14 elements of both sixth and seventh periods, lanthanoids and actinoids, respectively, are placed in separate panels at the bottom. A message from Reploom. If you like the episode and do leave us a rating and a note in Apple, Spotify or wherever platform you watch your podcast from, these ratings will help us improve our skills. Urania, the muse of knowledge is our custodian and our paragon, because our vision is twofold. To impart impartial knowledge and make stroke patients much bigger than what they were earlier. Stroke is the second leading cause of death amongst persons above 60 years of age. The fifth leading cause of death amongst 15-59-year-old population and a leading cause of disability worldwide. 17 million people worldwide suffer a stroke each year of which 6.2 million will die and 5 million will remain permanently disabled. We at Rebloom are committed to helping patients much better than when they were, when they were debilitated by a stroke. All the episodes have been designed, created and made by a surviving stroke patient, albeit with the help of neural network language and artificial intelligence. If you like the episode and would want to help make such more of them, do think about navigating our Patreon website, www.patreon.com slash We thank you for your unwavering support.